Hello Pillars, this is Prez here, Falcons, welcome back to our podcast, POZ for Pillars of Zion podcast. For those of you who join us for the very first time, welcome. First, I want to thank God for giving us the opportunity to be with you once again. I pray that he keeps us on this journey and he continues to reveal himself to us through his word. A very special thank you again for taking the time at work, in school, on the bus or wherever you are. This podcast is geared towards young people and how God's word can build us up into pillars for his kingdom. Psalm 144 verse 12 says, May our sons flourish in their youth like a well-nurtured plant. May our daughters be like graceful pillars built to beautify a palace. Revelation 3 verse 12 says, He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. On him, I will write the name of our God. I truly believe that the young people of today are being built by God to be pillars of his kingdom. Again, welcome, welcome. We have a very special topic for you today. It's called Get Rid of the Gideon Complex. Get Rid of the Gideon Complex. So our text is found in Judges chapter 6, verse 1 to 16. You can pause the podcast right now to read this text if you are able to. If you are not able, let me go and point out some very important information in the text. The children of Israel did evil in the sight of God, which was a recurring issue. So every time God delivers them out of the hand of the enemy, they go back to their old way. Every time they cry out to God, God delivers them. And they return to the same old way. That just sounds just like us. Every time we come, we did something wrong. We go and we cried. We ask God for forgiveness. After a few minutes, a few days, we go back to the same old thing. So God delivered them into the hands of the Midianites for seven years. The Midianites were just a, a people that the Israelites have defeated in the past. Some hundred years later, they are now back with their foot on the neck of the Israelites. Every time the Israelites sow into the ground, at harvest time, the Midianites came and took everything. What they couldn't take, they destroyed just out of, the, uh, out of spite. They did that for seven years. Imagine the enemy that you used to defeat now is back with his foot on your neck because you are not right with God. When you are not right with God, even the enemy used to subdue becomes a problem for you. It was so bad for them that even some of them moved to live in the mountains. God has taken them to the promised land. They are now in the promised land, in the blessing that God has promised them. However, they cannot enjoy it because of their sins. The Israelites finally had enough and they cried out to the Lord. The angel of the Lord came to speak to Gideon in verse 11. While Gideon was outside threshing wheat in a wine press. Things were so bad, they normally have cows stretch the wheat, right? But it was so bad that the grain was so few, the wheat was so few, he had to do it in a wine press, which was a very, very small container, and out of view because he did not want the Midianite to come and take whatever he had from him. The angel of God spoke with Gideon in a a conversation ensued. So we're going to look at at that conversation and draw some very important points that you can apply in your life according to the topic that we are discussing today, which is get rid of the Gideon complex. 
through the conversation, the very first thing that we're going to touch today is stop comparing yourself, stop comparing people's highlight reel with your behind the scenes work. Stop comparing people's success with your reality. Stop comparing people's success with your day-to-day life. The angel says to Gideon, the Lord is with you. Gideon said, ah, if the Lord was with us, why all this happened to us? Whatever happened to the great stories about how God delivered Israel? I heard from my fathers, right? So what Gideon was looking at, Gideon was looking at the highlight reel of Israel. He's looking at the 10 plagues that God sent into Egypt or on Egypt. He's looking at when God sent the manna in the desert. He's looking at when God made water come out of the rock so they can drink. He's looking at how Israel Israel defeated many kings and many nations on their way to the promised land, including Jericho. So what Gideon is doing, he's comparing all that was great and comparing them with how things are with him. He doesn't realize that God is currently working on them, on him behind the scenes. He's looking at the end products of what had happened to his fathers and fathers' fathers. God is teaching them a lesson to get right with God so that they can have their own highlight reel, right? The moment you get God, you get right with God, you don't have to worry about the success of your neighbor because your success is on the way. Oftentimes, we look at social media, we look at people posting their vacation pictures, we look at, we look at their relationship posts, it seems like they're having the best time ever. Sometimes those things are untrue. They may be fighting with their wives or their husbands in a minute, and the next thing they're posting all the good things ab- about their relationship, right? So if you're looking at that, and then you have a problem with your husband or your wife, you're going to think something's wrong with you. Whereas these people are posting the best of their times, and you comp- you're comparing that with your daily, day-to-day activities. How come my former classmates are traveling all over the world, and I'm still here, I cannot even get a vacation. I can even, can't even get a three-day vacation or a two-day vacation. I can't even take time off work just for one day to enjoy myself because I have so much bills. All right. So what, what Gideon was doing at that moment, he's comparing the ancient Israelite highlight reel, the best of their times, against with their with his behind the scene work at that moment, because at that moment they are not with God and the Midianites are destroying everything that they sow and, and during the harvest time they come and take everything. Galatians chapter 6 verse 4 says, don't compare yourself with others. Just look at your own work to see if you have done anything to be proud of. So the very first point we're touching today uh, to get rid of the Gideon complex is to stop comparing people's success with your day-to-day life. Second point I want to touch on, second point I want to touch on today is stop focusing on the problem so much that you miss the solution. Let me repeat that again. Stop focusing on the problem so much that you miss the solution. The moment that the angel started talking to Gideon, Gideon became the solution. But he kept focusing on what was wrong and how God has forsaken the children of Israel. In John chapter 5, Jesus met a man who's been crippled, paralyzed for 38 years. Jesus asked asked him, do you want to be healed? The man at that moment that he met Jesus, he became the solution to his problem, which was him wanting to be healed, not him uh, fall into the pool. But he kept focusing on how he did not have someone to push him down into the pool. 
Oftentimes, we are the solutions to our own problems or to the problems that we face. But instead, we start, we focus so much on the problem that we cannot even see that we are the solution. If you stop focusing on how hard your classes are and start devising a study plan, you would have a solution. If you start focusing on how miserable you are at work, at your job, and start focusing on how you can develop new skills so you can leave or resolve any issues that make you unhappy at your job, you would have a solution. If you start focusing on what's missing in your relationship, in your marriage, in your friendship, and look at how the good ended, you'll be more appreciative and motivated to solve what is currently not working. I always say this, that two people who were in love and got married and now they have a divorce is because they did not want to fix the problem that they were experiencing in their marriage. So the second point in get, getting rid of the Gideon complex is stop focusing so much on the problem that you miss the solution. You are often the solution that you are looking for. Third point, stop focusing on what you don't have. Use whatever you have. Stop focusing on what, on what you don't have. Use whatever you have. What we need to get to our goals is already in us. If you notice, the angel said to Gideon, go with this might of yours. Go with this power of yours. Go with this strength of yours. God did not give Gideon any special additional gifts except for what Gideon had already inside of him. All right. So this is the strength inside Gideon that God already knows that's there that he's going to use to have Gideon deliver the children of Israelites from the Midianites. Right. For instance, if you want to be a medical doctor, yes, you will go to school for training and earn a degree. But the caring is already inside of you. The drive to go through those long years of study is already in you. The determination or aspiration to be a medical doctor is already in you. Sometimes we are waiting for something on the outside in order to change something in our lives. Don't do that. Whatever you need, whatever to start, whatever you, you, try, you, you aspire to be, it's already inside of you. For example, if someone's look, waiting for thousands and thousands of dollars to start their business, they will never start it. You have to use whatever is inside of you. You have the knowledge. You can start doing some research. You start with whatever you have. You start talking to people. You start taking surveys. Don't wait until you get the hundreds and thousands of dollars before you start your business. You can start it right now by taking, by uh, um, researching around the block or the people you, or, or the area to see what the customers need. So the third thing that you need to do to get rid of the Gideon complex is stop focusing on what you don't have. Use whatever you have. The last, the last point, point four, see yourself as God sees you. And not how you see yourself. See yourself as God sees you, not how you see yourself. Proverbs 3 verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Believe what God says you are and not what you say you are. Oftentimes, our circumstances dictate how we see ourselves. When the angel said, go with this might of yours to deliver the people, the Israelites, he says, how can I do this and deliver the people of the um, of Israel out of the hands of the Midianites? 
My family is the weakest in Manasseh. And as for myself, I am the weakest in my family. So I'm basically at the bottom of the bell, right? But God, what does God call Gideon? He says, God sees him as a mighty warrior. God calls him a mighty warrior. Your current situation does not determine how God sees you. God sees you as who he calls you to be. In fact, you are exactly what God calls you to be. You, it just has not manifested, manifested yet in the physical realm. In Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. This is God talking to Jeremiah. Even before Jeremiah could even utter a word, God called him or ordained him to be prophet of many nations. So whatever you're going to be in life, God already calls you to be that. In fact, you are already that. So even if your current situation doesn't dictate that, but see, make sure that you see yourself as who God calls you to be. Let me give you an example. If you see a, 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 a little coconut tree, a small coconut tree, right? If you see a, a, a little mango tree, what do you say? You say, this is a mango tree. This is a coconut tree, right? But you don't wait until the tree start producing mangoes or start producing coconuts until for you to call it a coconut tree, right? Does that make sense? So whatever you are right now, even you are, if you are not producing in, the, in what God calls you to be, but you are still dead. In the sight of God, you are who he calls you to be. When the angel approached Gideon, he said, Hello, God is with you, mighty warrior. In the meantime, Gideon was so fearful. If you read down the chapter, you see how afraid Gideon was, but God still calls him a mighty warrior. So the topic for today was get rid of the Gideon complex. The very first thing that you have to do, stop comparing people's success, stop comparing people's highlight reel with your behind the scene work. God is still working on you. Those people may have success now, but you are on your way. Second, stop focusing on the problem so much that you miss the solution. We are oftentimes the solution to the problems that we are facing. If we pay less attention to the problem, you can realize that you have a solution Oftentimes problems, we don't see problems as problems. We shouldn't be looking at problems as problems anymore, but we should see problems as opportunities. It's an opportunity to design a plan to solve this issue that I'm having. Third, stop focusing on what you don't have. Use whatever you have. If you are waiting to have everything you need to start something to work on a project, you will never start. So make sure that you focus on what you actually have, whatever it may be in ministry, on what you actually have and not what you don't have. If you don't have $100,000 for you to, to, do, to have the business that you want, start with whatever you have. If you have a thousand, start with it. Fourth, see yourself as God sees you and not how you see yourself. Often your current situation determines how you see yourself, but make sure that you see yourself as God sees you. And however you are right now, whether you are, are being effective or producing in the kingdom of God, you are still the way that God sees you, except that it has not been, it has not manifested in the physical realm yet. 
All right, pillars, this is Prez here. Thank you for joining us again to our podcast, P-O-Z, Pillars of Zion podcast. You have a wonderful week. Make sure you meditate on those words. I'll see you next week, same time. Have a wonderful week. God bless you. Love you. See you soon.